I'm one of the few people in America who's like, I don't think Pfizer's trying to screw us over. I don't think they're trying to track us. I think that they're a company that actually figured out how to stop COVID. I think that should matter. Now, whether or not you want to take the vaccine, understand I got no opinion, kid. You want to take the vaccine? Cool. You don't want to take the vaccine? Cool. We're still friends. I'll still hang out. You want to go grab a cigar? I'm in. I'm solid. I am not in any way judging you. People make grown-up decisions. And sometimes those decisions involve whether or not to take certain medications. That's stuff you work out with your doctor. This goes back to the conversation about President Trump and hydroxychloroquine. You mean he can't say to his doctor, hey, what do you think about hydroxychloroquine? And the doctor can't say, eh, it's worth a shot. Your doctor has never said to you, eh, it's worth a shot. Won't kill you. Give it a try. Doctors say that all the time. It's the art of medicine. It's not the science of medicine sometimes. You try things. And hey, you know, that's used for that purpose, but we found it also works for this thing over here. That's what medicine does. And sometimes your doctor will recommend things that are off-label. Sometimes your doctor will say, hey, you can try it. See how it makes you feel. My father is 83 years old. It's a blood thinner for, for most of his adult life. Except sometimes the blood thinners create other problems. You got to woe up on the blood thinners and maybe you go back to it. You may, who doesn't have a father who has been through this? Now, maybe you haven't because you've lost your father, whatever. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to make a point that everybody goes through. You try a little bit of this. You try a little bit of that. It's the Chinese food methodology. One from column A and two from column B. I feel that way about uh, vaccines. You want to take it? Great. You don't feel it's for you? Okay. You want to take it, but you don't want your kids to take it? Fine by me. What I oppose is, of course, people being forced to take it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Would you take the booster? Pfizer wants the FDA approval. They're looking to get it in August. Will you take the booster if you've gotten the Pfizer vaccine? 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Now, much of this has to do with the variants. Delta and Lambda. Delta is from India. Lambda is from Peru. We should know where these things are from. I will not play the game where we all of a sudden rename the variants because we don't want to mention the nations. If there was an American variant, it would be called the U.S. variant or the DeSantis variant or the Trump variant. You know it as well as I do. They would name it in a heartbeat. But if it's Peru, oh, it might be racist if we were to say the Peruvian variant. Oh, you can't say the South African variant. Oh, you can't say the Indian variant. Oh, no, 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 no. These people are pathetic. But the variants are causing some issues. Do I think that's a reason to panic? Of course not. Do I think it's a reason to shut things down? Of course not. Of course it's not a reason to shut things down. I oppose all these types of things, all of them, in every way. There should be no lockdowns, and they don't work. And we should also be clear that masks don't work. You know, we often talk to Phil Kirpin on the show from American Commitment. He noted that the CDC cites zero studies 
literally no piece of data showing a benefit to students wearing masks. It doesn't exist. They don't even try, as he writes it, to show you. So how in the world could we have schools saying, well, kids still need to wear masks? Or here's the best. They don't have to wear it in the classroom, but they have to wear it on the school bus because that's public transportation. And because the Biden administration has you wearing a mask on a plane or on a train, you have to wear it on a school bus. Do you know how criminally insane that is? First, the plane and the train are federal. The school bus is not federal. Second, the masks don't do anything. They don't do anything. It's not my fault they don't do anything. If they actually did something, I think people would wear masks. I think they'd be thrilled to wear a mask. If you told people, you know, if you wear a mask, literally this whole thing goes away, you'd be happy to be like, oh, look at that. The science shows it. Cool. We're down, but I still wouldn't do mandates. Rather, I would, um, I, I would be promoting it, you know, in, in terms of a, here, here's a smart methodology. But it doesn't work that way. The mask doesn't do anything. The, uh, the, the vaccine clearly does. But I'm not so sure that people are going to be down for one more shot. I think they're going to say, oh, I'm fine for now. And that's where they're, they're, they're going to leave it. Not leaving it is Steve Schmidt. Now, you remember the name Steve Schmidt because he was part of the Lincoln Project. The Lincoln Project was that organization of grifters that concealed the sexual predilections of a predator who they shared money with so they could scam Americans out of millions and beat Donald Trump. Bravo, guys. Oh, you crushed it. You nailed it. Like the bunch of uh, disgusting people you are. There's a special place in hell for Reed Galen. But Steve Schmidt, who was one of the guys who ran John McCain's presidential campaign. He's one of these guys. Uh, Now he's seen the light. Ah, the Republicans are dangerous. And he wants you to know that what we saw on January 6th you know, the, the, the Capitol riot, worse than 9-11. My friend Matthew Dowd, our friend, you know, talked about this. He couldn't be more right. The 1-6 attack for the future of the country is a profoundly more dangerous event than the 9-11 attacks. And in the end, the 1-6 attacks are likely to kill a lot more Americans than were killed on the 9-11 attacks which will include the casualties of the wars that lasted 20 years following it. Uh, First, you supported the guys who believed in the wars that followed it. Secondly, stop calling it the 1-6 attack like the 9-11 attacks. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. This mythology that America is wrapped up in January 6th and needs answers and is hurting and that some of the reporters are, uh, what was the new one? They're, they're, They're in therapy now? They may very well be in therapy. I don't even, I'm not one of the people who argues against the fact that it wasn't an experience that sucked. You had people charging the Capitol, charging in. You had some people who were invited in. That should be discussed.
They see that? That's my Joe Biden right there. That's why you go into the whisper, right? You should discuss those things. Joe Biden isn't right in the head. He's really old and it's getting to him. That's when, when I whisper, that'll be the kind of thing I, 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 I whisper. But stop trying to compare the two. You're ugly as sin. You cannot have an insurrection moment if people got invited into the Capitol. You just can't have it. You can have some people who did something incredibly dopey, and I wonder where the security was. I wonder where the security was. You also can't be people who talk about police brutality and then not answer the question of who shot Ashley Babbitt. I didn't say that you had to throw a cop in jail. I just want to know who did it. I think that's a rational question. But we don't get to know. In this situation, we don't get to know. Man, you're spinning. Right round like a record, baby. Right round, round, round. We, we, we see the nonsense. September 11th was about a radical ideology believing we shouldn't exist. January 6th was about some angry people led by a centaur. The Viking dude. And was not an insurrection. As we have been told by the President of the United States, and we were told by Joe Biden, that if you wanted to take on the United States... If you really wanted power in in the US, what you would need are F-15s. What you would need is uh is is, is nuclear weapons. That's what he said. Don't ask me why he said it. I don't think he should have said it, but he did. So a guy dressed like a Viking is the threat to America's future. While the president tells me you need nuclear weapons to take on the government. It's a very, very weird one-two punch statement to make. And again, it's because they don't think we notice them when, of course, we notice them. But they're going to continue down this road of trying to make uh, January 6th this worst moment in history. The Declaration of Independence, which we read the other day, is very clear. And I share this with you now as an intellectual exercise. Guaranteed, this will be used by somebody saying that I am preaching insurrection. I, 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 I am not preaching insurrection. But we start with the basics. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them to another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. This is not just a one-time thing. 
And that must really confuse people. I put forth to you that the Declaration of Independence is correct when it says prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. We often look at that phrase and talk about the fact that people will take abuse because they're used to taking abuse. And while they can like, uh, kind of either modify its effect or, or come to some level of acceptance of it, they'll take it. But we rarely discuss the fact that they have the right to, to abolish those forms to which they are accustomed. That they will, ex- they will experience and they will... They are disposed to the suffering than to right themselves. Well, the only way to right yourself is to abolish the form to which you are accustomed, which is brutality to begin with, which is oppressive to begin with, which is suffering to begin with. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Did they ever think that the Declaration of Independence could not hold for their own constitution or the usurpation and abuse thereof? I put forth to you absolutely not. I put forth to you that the Founding Fathers would have indeed insisted that the Declaration of Independence is not a one-time document, but rather is words to the world enabling them and showing them the way to do for themselves as they must as a people. That's what's so important about the Declaration of Independence. And so when a guy like Steve Schmidt, of, of, of no mind, it seems, says that, you, you, uh, you, that January 6th is worse than September 11th, Well, he's wrong because what he's doing is trying to elevate what happened on January 6th to some kind of political cause. But if he is saying that if people think you can take on the government, they may actually think you could take on the government, I didn't need January 6th. You think I learned on January 6th that people could take on the government? Bitch, please. I learned that on July 4th. I'm Tony Katz. There's a woman in New York City, she's 78 years old, and she has a house in New York, in, in an area, the, the, the Hamptons, Hampton Bay, and she came home after spending some time in Israel, of all places, and, uh, and she came home, she had rented out the house, a 1,300 square foot, three bedroom, two bath house. 1,300 square feet, three-bedroom, two-bath. It's valued at over $650,000. Right? That's, so that's to let you know the property values of, of this area. So she gets home, and, and, and she had rented the place out for, for like a couple months, and she, she gets there, and, well, the, the, the tenant's still there, and she goes, hey, you were supposed to be out in the middle of June, and uh, the tenant says, go away. No, 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 it's my house. I'm home. You have to be out. I'm not leaving. Uh, government says you can't evict me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. 
So now you have this tenant who is squatting in this home and refuses to leave this woman who can't get the tenant out of, 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 of the property and now has no place to live. They don't have the contract beforehand? The CDC says you can't evict people. Oh, my God. And people are taking advantage of this everywhere. Everywhere. And so now, uh, is uh, that, that can't, she can't get back in, in, her, in her house. She's not protected by any hardship. She's, she, you know, everything that the CDC says you can do, she's not protected by. Yet somehow she still got the uh, still got the house, and what I'm saying is, if this woman, if the owner, just gives me a phone call, I'll take care of the problem. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All I'm saying is, you all you have to do is pick up the phone and call me, and and I I will I will take care of it. Me and Ari. No, not Ari. We we got this. Me and Ari got this handled. No, not Ari. Yeah, Ari would never be able to handle this kind of thing. Never. I got you covered. Tony, I rely on you for all, like, hardcore stuff. Yeah, I know. All, all things that involve uh, actually solving problems. I got you, Ari. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got you. I'm sorry. I can't squat in someone's house. I, I, admittedly, I hate these people. And by the way, I'm not a believer in vigilantism. Don't do any of that. I just hate these people. Hate these people. Now, I got to address something. You cannot change people's opinions of you if their opinion of you is based on how they view themselves. That story is coming up. This is Tony Katz Today. So Hunter Biden's got himself an ethics problem. Well, no, wait, hold on. I didn't, I didn't say that right. The White House has an ethics problem with Hunter Biden. There you go. Much better. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. It's where you can find us. And this has to do with Hunter Biden's artwork. As we know, Hunter Biden fancies himself an artist. And he is selling his art for up to $500,000. Now, the art he is really selling is how he is able to magnificently package his father's last name. And so he is selling this out there, and the White House has realized uh, he's clearly just profiting off of being a Biden. That's it. And there was a critic who was asked about, hey, what do you think of Hunter Biden's art? And here was one of the reviews. I found this on Twitter. I would call it very much a hotel art aesthetic. It's somewhere between a screensaver and if you just Googled mid-century abstraction and mashed up whatever came up. That's, that's, not a, that's not a ringing endorsement of one's artwork. But you have uh, people who have worked um, in, in uh, ethics for, for White Houses, uh, for President Bush and for, for President Obama, saying this is a really bad idea. What people are paying for is Hunter Biden's last name. That's from Walter Schaub, who headed the Office of Government Ethics from 2013 to 2017. No, 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 no. Producer Ari, don't, don't try and, and create a spin on something that is so clear. There is no art to 
Hunter Biden's art. It is all in the eyes of these lawyers and in the eyes of America. Hunter Biden making cash again off of his father, just like he did in Ukraine and just like he did with China. True. But Hunter Biden has no ability to make money on his own. Everything is because of his father's last name. And maybe that's what's actually ruined him. I'm not disagreeing. He can't live up to his dad and and he he just he kind of fell apart and that's how he got involved in drugs and he just he can't bring himself to be a normal decent person. And he knew he couldn't measure up to his brother Bo who has since passed away and there are family dynamics and they're real. They are very very real and you know plenty of people who never get over that stuff. But I have been looking at this and I have said to myself, I see a financial opportunity, Producer Ari. Oh, God. I see an opportunity, and I believe I should get myself the website TonyBiden.com. <laughs> and TonyBiden.com will be an artist who sells his art. My art, I'm so glad that you asked. As you know, I am a long-lost cousin, uh, nephew, uh, relative of the Bidens. Uh, Oh, we're very, very close. I have been to none of their Christmas parties, at least from the inside. I have have watched from the outside, and oh, did I have a good time. Uh, And and so I have been an artist my my whole life. It is is deep, deep in me, my love of of the arts, and, and, and so expressing myself. And I use the Biden name very proudly proud of, of, of that name. Don't ask how we're related. That's not the important part. Uh, so uh, Tony Biden and I do art and I, my art is is really my muse is is Hunter. Hunter Biden is, is my muse, this this misunderstood, loving, loving man who has given so much uh, uh, to to society and his dead brother's widow and to strange strippers in Arkansas. So much he has given. That's terrible. Dude. Wait, she wasn't a stripper in Arkansas? I know that just it was never mind. I th- I'm sorry. I thought she was a stripper in Arkansas. He dated his dead brother's widow. I, I just, I felt that was unnecessary. to. Anyway, I'm just saying what happened. I, I continue. I'm just saying that this is a man who finds love, and I find that refreshing. So I, I've built my artwork around Hunter Biden. So I've got, I've got a couple pieces that I'm coming out with. And the first one, the first one that, that I've done is, is just a, a simple canvas, and, and, and I, it has the words, I love crack. That's not funny. And so and so and so that's the first piece of artwork. Um uh and and uh, the the second one is a canvas that is just ripped to shreds. It's it's an absolute tatters and there's a little bit of, of paint splotches on it and it's called I ran out of crack. So so these are the are the first two art pieces from the from the Tony Biden collection with with Hunter Biden as as the muse. And and uh, I'm I look I, I'm no Hunter Biden. I'm no Hunter Biden, so I'm only selling mine for a hundred thousand dollars a piece, which I think uh, is is for for the work that I've done is 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 much more than than reasonable. These things are only going to appreciate over time. What's the matter with my idea? Uh, I mean, you know, I think it's hilarious making fun of mental disorders. So I'm no. Whoa, 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 whoa. How dare you think I'm making fun of a mental disorder? I'm addicted to crack. You think he chose that? You think that's not a mental disorder? I want to say for the record, I don't know if he's addicted. I don't know where he is today on it. I don't know if that was a one-time thing or a yearly thing. What he is addicted to, if we're going to make that conversation, is making money off of his father's last name. But that's, if someone said, I'm going to make an art, a painting saying, I love being anorexic, 
that would be horrible because it's a mental disorder. You're absolutely right. It would be. But anybody in this conversation would know that I am discussing Hunter Biden and his scumbag ways. This is the exact conversation of how no matter how you twist and turn, you will never convince some people that you're okay. If people want to take a look at me as a radio host and decide that I'm this or that or the other without actually listening to the words that I use, what am I supposed to do except move on with my day? We were having this conversation during the break, producer Ari and I. As I engage conversations here, you, you note two things. I, I don't hold back on, on, on anything. But I am not somebody who is interested in just throwing around the red meat for the sake of it. I have an honest, clear conversation. I am willing to hit hard. I am willing to go in, into full-on conversations of the nuance that is necessary because sometimes things are black and white. And sometimes things need a, a deeper look. I like the deeper look. That happens to be who I am. And I think that you like the deeper look, and that's why we're involved in the show. That's why we're involved in these conversations day in and day out. Because it, it's easy to say, oh, Nancy Pelosi, she's just so dumb. But th th there's, there's, there's nothing left after that. That somebody's a fool is one thing. Why they're a fool is something else. If I utilize satire to explain out how despicable Hunter Biden is, is doing things, you mean I can't do that because it's akin to making fun of somebody who's anorexic? Of course it's not. Because I have not made fun of anybody who is anorexic nor who has a mental uh, disorder. I am focused on a man in the public eye who has decided to take that public eye and profit from it with no skill whatsoever. And I am noting those people in the public sphere who have seen the ethical problems with it, including the Biden White House. You can't make fun of that in today's society? Well, that must be a millennial thing. Sorry, millennials, don't mean to bag on you. But that's got to be you. And, be, and uh, between us, I can't care about that. It is that moment where I say, sorry, I got to leave you by the side of the road because I can't bring myself to, to comport in a way that will uh, work for your uh, fragileness. And that's where things get a little squirrely. If people want to hate me for the things that I say, but don't actually listen to the things that I say or apply things outside of what I said to the things that I say. I can't help those people. If you want to make the argument that I'm somehow this mean, bigoted guy because I've noted that Hunter Biden is a grifter, you can. But isn't it more obvious that I'm exposing the, the uh, levels of, of grossness of the grift? That I'm using a way of poking fun at it as opposed to some screaming and yelling about, oh, this dumb crackhead, which is not what I said. In no way is it what I said. I think this is why comics don't go back on college campuses. Who can make these people laugh? 
But if someone's going to listen to what I just did, that, we'll call it a routine, right? A, a bit. We'll call it a bit, like I was on stage. We'll call it a bit. By the way, I'm very serious about creating the website at TonyBiden.com and putting up this artwork. I, I, I can create these. I think I could do it both left and right-handed at the same time. It's not funny. If you want to take that and decide that I'm attacking people with, with, with drug abuse issues, you can. But that's not the case. Am I supposed to now change everything I do because someone decided to take it as that personal kind of thing? Uh, the answer is no. And nor can I think that somehow that's going to be the end of me. I am purposeful with words. I am not somebody who throws things around willy-nilly, but absolutely. I, I do as, a, as an entertainer and as, a, as a somebody who um, studies these things on a daily basis, I do absolutely push. Of course I do. That's, that's part of it. That's part of what's so important. Because everybody is forced to retreat back and retreat back and retreat back. I, I'm not interested in retreating back. I think that retreating back is nonsense. I don't think you have to be purposely rude. I didn't start by saying, ah, crackheads. Psh, F them. That's not what I said. You cannot control in your life, just like I not, cannot control in mine, whether people will actually take the time to listen to what was said and then respond accordingly. What people do is say, this is what I wanted to hear, and now I can respond in a way that makes me seem like a victim. I can respond in a way where I look woke and good and decent, and you're terrible. Then people who also don't put any thought into it can scream, yeah, he's terrible. And so... Free speech exists for the people that you hate. And when I talk about the grifter that is Hunter Biden, you can hate me for it all you wish. But Hunter Biden is a grifter, making money off of his last name. So all I want to do is make money off the Biden last name. To have that conversation is to expose what it is Hunter Biden's doing. You don't think it's funny, you think it's mean, you think it's rude, so what? How does that, how, how does that part matter? Because other people will be like, damn, that's funny. I get what he's doing. Oh, you see, that would be funny artwork. Because of his problems, right? That's what the comedy is. Or that's what the open conversation is. And the market will then move into place, because if it isn't good, I'll be off the air. You got to take your time with your words. You got to know what it is that you're saying. And then you got to accept the fact that not everybody's going to be okay with it. And you can't change people's minds even when you say something that's genius. And they still hate you for it. You can't change their minds. My advice, don't try. Only they can change them. 
Meanwhile, big media ignoring President Trump's big speeches. And Newsmax is the only major cable network carrying Trump rallies live. And this Sunday, President Trump speaking at CPAC. Newsmax will air it live. New shows, great weekend shows with Dick Morris, Sebastian Gorka, Greg Kelly, Mike Huckabee, and more. And you can find Newsmax on all the major cable systems, Xfinity, Spectrum, Uverse, Mediacom, DirecTV, Dish, AT&T, and more. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Demand you get Newsmax or you'll switch. Download the free Newsmax app on your phone and watch it anytime. And make sure you sign up for Newsmax Trump list and get the time for Trump's Sunday CPAC speech and breaking Trump news. Text the word REMIND, R-E-M-I-N-D, to 39747. That's REMIND to 39747 and join now. Trump's big announcement coming soon. So text REMIND to 39747 and watch Newsmax today. You've got 26 people who have been arrested as suspects in the murder of the Haitian president. You have the possibility of Americans being involved. That reporting continues to come out, including members of the Colombian military. You have cars being set on fire in the streets. The possibility of U.S. troops heading to Port-au-Prince. No good is going to come from this. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. The president of Haiti murdered in his home. Every bit of evidence saying that there was assistance from inside the inside the capital, inside the residence of the president. A conversation about whether or not the president should have still been in power because when a term ended or didn't end, depending on how you looked at the situation, the United States and the United Nations siding with the then president, the assassinated president, about when his term ended, which would be about a year from now. The people saw it another way. Right now, I can't even tell you what the, the, the rioting and the setting on cars on fire is for. Is it because they uh, are, are feeling angry about the assassination or that they demand that a different party be in power? The question, of course, is will American soldiers end up on the streets to try and keep the peace? And I'm here to tell you I don't want such a thing. I don't want it for the American soldiers. And I got to admit, if if Biden goes down this road, this looks really bad for Biden. You're six months in, you've got two military attacks under your belt, and you're putting U.S. troops on foreign soil? Yes, I know it's Haiti, but it is what it is what it is what it is. I got to think he doesn't want it. I absolutely don't know what's going to happen here. And who are these Americans, sometimes referred to in, in different reporting as Haitian Americans, who may have been involved, and what's their story and their history. More of the story will come out, and we will bring it to you. The latest on critical race theory and what's happening in the schools, the lies told by unions. William Jacobson of Legal Insurrection scheduled to be with us. This is Tony Katz today.